Before we get started, we'd like to open the airwaves to one of the fellow indie podcasters we love. To show your support and find out more about this amazing podcast, head to our show notes. Hey, podcast geeks. I'm Ernie. Michael. Two high school best friends with 30 plus years of wrestling knowledge. We bring you so much wrestling content from recap of 12 plus hours of wrestling that we watched all week. All the latest news in the wrestling world. Games plus reviews of TV shows like Young Rock as well as movies that you may or may not have heard of as requested by listeners. You'll never know what you'll find under the apron. Hey, that's where Hornswoggle lives. Yes, yes he does. Join us as we share stories exclusively from Under the Apron. Make sure to subscribe and follow. Now on to the show. man so this was interesting i hate how much of my brain this movie has taken up in the past 24 hours because i keep thinking about it and getting annoyed at something (laughs) different every time so for me it's a combination of things because obviously it's patronation esque Mm -hmm. and then I used to watch the show Unreal, which was the show that was like Bachelor, which was very good. Yeah. So this was a weird combination of that, Mm -hmm. but just so corny and had almost everybody from General Hospital in it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I knew the main guy was from General Hospital when I used to watch it back in the day. But then when I was looking up everybody else, it looks like every other person has been in at least 100 episodes of General Hospital. And okay, like, but oh. that's, that's a long-running show. That's kind of like how everybody on Broadway has a credit in Law & Order. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Some of them looked familiar. And I'm like, well, I haven't watched General Hospital in years. Mm-hmm. So it was just interesting to see that, like, that's their connection. I didn't recognize anybody because I, I never watched General Hospital. And I <sighs> I just, I never encountered any of these people before. And I think there's a reason for that. So. Yeah, probably. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. It's yes, time. happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all. This movie put me in the mood for love. Lies. Yeah, no, it did not. It, there there was zero chemistry between, like, literally everyone. <laughs> it's Everybody was honestly horrible they might as well have been a whole cast of cardboard cutouts <laughs> oh very interesting take thank you this is i hate it let's watch it i'm lisa and i'm dawn and we're talking about the final rose tonight and i would like to start with a question for you why it might it be the called... same question i why have was it called the final rose there wasn't a single rose in this whole fucking movie there wasn't a single rose a corsage a boutonniere there was nothing. no flowers whatsoever nothing and i mean i don't know does the bachelor nation have copyrights to the phrase will you accept this rose or something they might or the final rose because i mean they were able to name the movie that but when you know he's asking women to stay and like continue to date him he's like you have this dance may, may, yeah yes yeah, something like may i have this dance or something which is the fucking lamest thing i've ever heard in my it's life so stupid Awful. it's like red row it's like playing red rover except <laughs> he's like just but they don't even Whirling her. Yeah. I know. Oh, that's so stupid. 
so dumb. So dumb. That bothered bothered me. But I also want to start with the very, very beginning scene. Like somebody gets murdered immediately. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck was that? I think that was the Katie girl, the one that was super tall that he wanted out immediately. So that... Because she was taller than him and he like kind of No, I remember that. Yeah. So that was out of sequence with the movie... I think it was kind of like a, I don't, oh God. I foreshadowing? Would say not even foreshadowing, but yeah, I guess. Was there any like, oh, however many weeks later or anything like that? I don't think so. That whole thing was weird because this woman, she's doing a confessional. Right. It's just her and a camera, which is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And she's like crying and saying like how terrible things are. And then she like immediately stops crying and is like, is that good? I can give more, like. Like, let me know if you want me to reshoot. And, like, nobody answers. There's nobody around. And, like, if you were on a reality TV show, you're surrounded constantly by people and Mm -hmm. cameras and activity. And she's not even really all that weirded out about the fact that she walks outside. It's dark. There's nobody around. And she's like, Like, no, but even where she was, it was dark in the house. Like, oh, the lighting was terrible they're gonna have to throw out all the footage from this season because (laughs) the lighting is awful you won't be able to see anything (laughs) yeah it's weird because i definitely thought it was that girl because it's not like it could have been past seasons well that's that was my question was it past seasons assuming that the killer has worked on these shows before Mm. and i don't know i mean i feel like we don't need to worry about spoiling things for people no did you expect that to be the resolution that it was just this production assistant who was really pissed at being mistreated by the executive producer well i'll be honest with you i was taking guesses that it was maya at first and then when she got got i was like okay scratch that Mm -hmm. and then i think like maybe the next scene he wasn't even in it and i'm just like probably patrick and then it ended up being patrick and i was like oh i thought that was an awesome mask though oh my god i love a bedazzled gimp mask (laughs) it was legit like a disco ball gimp mask and they do it at the end where he's like standing in front of an actual disco ball it's like yes what are we doing here what is this is there some type of correlation we have to make here right but it was pretty interesting maybe if his character and like this might just be stereotypical and maybe i shouldn't say it but like if his character was really obviously gay and and maybe they just wanted to make him a super flamboyant serial killer but other than that i don't get it i don't get the the bedazzling (laughs) And I don't get, oh God, a lot of it. <laughs> yes. First of all, the guy they pick, the bow, which. Oh my God, I, I hate that they that. call him that. The bow. The worst. He looked like a like a knockoff Bradley Cooper to me a little bit. Oh, I, I, I thought he looked very anonymous. He actually looked like somebody they would pick to be The Bachelor. Mm. He had a very square hairline. <laughs> yes. But I was obsessed with his video, the intro video. Oh my god, the intro video for him. With like kids with crypto or something. Mm -hmm. I I literally died. I I was laughing so hard. But that's what they all sound like. It was funny. Mm -hmm. This movie would have been not worth the watch if I wasn't understanding of the Bachelor universe and how things work within it because it was it was was very funny. Like I laughed a few times. It was pretty funny. 
but yeah kids in crypto i kids in crypto <laughs> amazing and i love that he had a stand on the apple box at first oh to my be god as tall yeah. as Lance. which by the way i think they did chris harrison dirty here with this dirty guy. this fucking clown that they cast as his role essentially was like ooh. <laughs> he but he also gave me like what's his name who's the guy from to catch a predator he had that oh, kind of voice oh john I should have looked it up since that's the reference I was planning on making the whole time. Uh, oh, no, it's Chris something. Chris oh, Hansen. Chris, Chris Hansen, yeah. But, um, yeah, he just gave me that vibe with his just the way he talked and, you know. Yeah, he didn't look quite right for that role. And and only no. because we're looking at this and translating it directly from Bachelor. So we're expecting yeah. to see a Chris Harrison. So you're not looking for this doofy game show host kind of. Mm-hmm vibe chris harrison for all his flaws was always very very good at pretending to be emotional and like right he didn't look like he was putting on an act understand yeah no and he he was so good with the like the concern and just Mm -hmm. like i understand what you're going through and this lance guy he's just like this so like girls are you ready for your hot tub date and just like what the fuck is happening here (laughs) and except for the first day which of course, again, I'm critiquing it as if it were The Bachelor. <laughs> I'm like, they would never do this during the day. Where are the right. limos? Yeah. Where's the watered down driveway? <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was funny. But then the rest of like the ceremonies, I guess, or even... We don't get to the, see a lot of it. We don't get to see a lot. We barely see anything. They gave us the typical group date yeah. game right. thing. Right, the relay race or whatever. Which was kind of funny. And I thought about it too. And I'm like, the way this Garrett dude is acting. I wonder, did some of them actually act like that? Like, do I really have to watch <laughs> this shit? Yeah. What does it matter? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. I think part of my issue. Well, no, I have lots of issues with this movie. But I think the thing that confused me and took me off guard the most was that like nobody fell in love in this movie and no i think i was expecting you know she wasn't gonna get the the bachelor the bow Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but maybe there was like somebody on set especially because at the at the beginning they make a big deal about like by the way your contract says you can't fuck the help so i was thinking like maybe there would be somebody around that she might connect with and end up going home with in the end but there's nothing no, and she might go home with lance <laughs> Who, um, wasn't he stabbed in the back? Yeah, but I guess it just didn't hit any vital organs. None. So he's able to stand straight up and walk out. Yeah, he's totally totally fine. fine. Honestly, I think he's made of plastic. He kind of looks like a senior Ken doll. Mm. So the whole point, we meet Jess and she is our main character. She has a daughter from a prior marriage that Mm -hmm. dissolved and her brother helps her out with babysitting it's all very cute but she's obviously lonely and her brother sees this commercial or she's watching the show and he's like oh we should get you on there basically and just submits an application on her behalf which first of all I mean is flawed because if you really wanted your sister to find love you would not send her on a reality tv show to find love and his his reasoning too was a typical 
dude response to like, well, you watch the stuff. It's like, yeah, but yeah, but we know I it's can... not real, yeah. uh, right? <laughs> and even if it is, even if it was, because like you know, every once in a while these relationships do work out, but it's so few and far in between, and you have to go through so much. She has a daughter, like to be away from her. I don't know. It's all very stupid, right? And so the fact that she even agrees to go on the show in the first place, dumb. But mm-hmm. once she has that conversation with Garrett, where he's like, "This is all." bullshit right we can just have a fun vacation and just hang out and get to know each other she should have left then why did she stick around right for a free vacation she has a daughter back home and if she is now being told essentially like it's not going anywhere this isn't right. what you were hoping for then like you leave <laughs> Yeah, and her concern throughout was, like, part of me felt, oh, maybe it was the brother. Like, the brother said, (laughs) no, hear me out. Oh, my God, this is a conspiracy theory. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. This is what happens when I watch movies like this. I try to... (laughs) No, you're thinking Give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, maybe there's going to be some substance at some point. And clearly I'm wrong. No. But he sent her the dress. Mm Mm-hmm, right. So part of me was like, ooh, what if this is some weird plan involved in the murders, like, so that she wins... Oh, okay. That's what so I he was wanted thinking. to eliminate all of her competition so that yes. the, the bow would have no choice but to marry. Correct. <laughs> That's a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> it's also this, like, would you put it past this movie to have done that? <sighs> I, I don't... Because <sighs> this plan wasn't that great either. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> It, uh, and it's pretty much it, what happened anyway. I'm so annoyed. Oh, oh, and Madison. Oh, yeah, this little side plot. <laughs> Nothing came of it. I thought for sure that she was about to reveal that she was actually an undercover agent of some kind because that... Oh, see, the, you got a little diabolical, I did, well, too. I did, too, because... <laughs> I mean, just a little bit. Like, she was about to come out with... I just... I thought that be, that murder that happens in the beginning, I thought that that was on, like, a prior season. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there was already maybe some kind of suspicion around the set and that she came undercover to investigate what was going on. And can we say that would just be a much better movie? <laughs> yeah. I, if more came of her story, which was very promising, young woman yeah and honestly unnecessary (laughs) it was unnecessary because again nothing came of it nope and then jess's whole thing accusing her at the end oh yeah that was so weird that was awkward because she's like you're the only one who had a motive and it's like a motive to to kill all the women and all those other people (laughs) right that made no sense she only has beef with garrett right And now he's dead. So what? What? You know, he was insanely decapitated. Madison's death is annoying to me too because she's standing next to a cliff trying to call for help because now our bedazzled serial killer comes after the two of them and he, I guess, chloroforms Jess. He does something to her first. Yeah, because then she wakes up. Yeah, because that's when she wakes up and tied to the chair. But then he goes after Madison. He's not running. She's not running. She's just on the phone like, we need help. Oh, my God. And it's like, can you move? Yeah, like, can you just just like walk to the left a little bit? And I even think (sighs) she probably backed up and he didn't have to do shit. He didn't touch her. She fell. (laughs) Such a fucking idiot. And I just love how he comes out in broad daylight, too. Yeah. (laughs) This movie isn't really scary. (laughs) 
it wasn't scary at all, but it was just oh, it was it was entertaining for what it was. They did a lot of those stings, like those sound cues where yes, there was a camera in the window at some point, and it was just like and you were like, oh god, but only because of the music. Mm-hmm. The champagne part was disgusting. Oh, the Jonestown part, I was like, yeah. he Jonestown them. What the fuck? And honestly, I thought it was the producer who Me did too, that to too, because then he said, because then he goes, oh, the good stuff's in the back. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody starts literally throwing their guts up. Literally. I thought that, that he was basically going to try and keep it quiet by killing everyone, which actually would have been a terrible plan because then all of a sudden, like 50 people are dead instead of like five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but whatever. Oh, except all those. How many people died in the sauna? That was like four. Three. Three. Or four, three. Okay. There was three. Now, I didn't know you could bleed. Like, look. I don't want to I don't want to think about that one too much. I don't know if maybe their skin was melting off. I was picturing sort of like an Indiana Jones situation mm-hmm. where the Nazis faces melt off and stuff. So that's yeah. kind of kind of what I was imagining, but I didn't really want to think about it for, for And then too it brought long. me back to that stupid fucking movie I watched that one time, Fahrenheit or Oh, no. the one where they get trapped in the sauna. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the horrible. same movie. <laughs> Basically. But yeah, this movie just makes me mad because not, none of it none of it makes any sense. The fact that she came on the show to find love and then once she's she's there, she doesn't get to spend any time with Garrett. And the producers talk her into staying every single time, which I do believe is true to life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's an idiot because yeah. she believes them and like there's really very little to reinforce like what she is scene and then she's so upset when he doesn't pick her for the final two and it's like yeah why (laughs) because you saw that one video clip of him saying that you were really cool (laughs) right and you were already skeptical of the whole thing yeah so what would make this any different to think that he was manipulated or told you know basically listen here's a you know here's a little speech we need you to do this she saw how he was behind the scenes anyway so whether he said that about her or not he's a piece of shit right and that's that i also thought the other chick other the chick producer nikki i think her name was yeah Mm -hmm. she was a total bitch and i feel like she possibly could have had like if anything patrick should have just gone after her because she was a complete asshole to him yeah, and potentially like standing in his way in terms of succession yes. in the in the show, but so killing all the women made no well, yeah. sense. I mean, killing all the women really wouldn't have made sense for anybody to do unless it was one of the other contestants, but I think maybe they thought that was too obvious. Right. What was the end? Oh, with the, with the two, two suits? suit guys. <laughs> suits, yes. Yeah, I wasn't really sure why they included that little scene, unless it was just to insinuate that they were going to do the show again and none of this really mattered or changed Mm. anything. And it was just like, America still wants this garbage on TV. So even though all these people died, we're still going to do it. I also think that's the same mansion that they used in Scream 3. Oh, really? Yeah, because that particular scene by the pool and those doors i remember it being roman's party in scream 3 oh yeah well, there you go scream fans yeah just a little tidbit of information yeah i just i wasn't pleased with the motive and just the general not that i had high hopes for it but no but it was an intriguing i think i was even more disappointed than i expected to be um also garrett was a terrible kisser yeah 
Did you like they did that one zoom in on him making out with one of the girls and he was leading with his bottom lips so much. He was just like, it was it was nasty. I mean, the worst part of one of the worst parts about The Bachelor is having to hear all the kissing noises and stuff. So, oh, yeah, it's so bad. It's not great. But yeah, no, I really I just loved how much of a parody this was. Yeah, if, if you watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, this movie is entertaining enough that I would recommend it for that particular crowd. But just be prepared to be disappointed by it because it's just, it falls so flat. There's nothing holding it together. Nobody's really super likable. Jess is very annoying. And it's mm-hmm. funny because they kind of poke fun at her at some point for being the quintessential single mom. And it's just like, oh, oh yeah, sh- they're like, stop being, stop trying to be everybody's mom. Cause like she hands the one chick sunscreen, suntan sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, annoying. So they're just caricatures of themselves. You know, there's, the classic bitchy, spoiled, rich girls. And then there's like the one other girl who's super nice to her and they become besties. And mm-hmm. I don't know. There was just, there was nothing there holding it together. And even the murders were just kind of, I don't know, anticlimactic in a way. Because you didn't form any attachments to these people. You really didn't no. care. Except for Maya. I was upset when Maya died. Yeah, me too. She didn't have to get got that way. Yeah, and I didn't, I honestly didn't appreciate the whole, like, just abuse on her and, like, why'd they have to be so mean to, like, they didn't have to be so mean to her. I know, but I think, again, that's just sort of the stereotype of Hollywood culture and yeah. the whole, you know, you are nothing and <laughs> you gotta work your way up and get shit on before you can actually become something in the industry. I don't know how true it is or not i mean we're not in showbiz but maybe that is how it is maybe and yeah you were right about like there was no rhyme or reason to like how he really killed any of them like he didn't have a staple move oh (laughs) no like (laughs) yeah right he didn't have like a classic mo or anything or based on their personalities or you know something about them but it wasn't like valentine oh speaking of yeah. We had another iron situation. Oh, yeah. That was pretty brutal because he, he was like strangling her. He's like, this is taking too long. And he just grabs the iron and smashes her brain. <laughs> and the iron seemed to be on the bed frame. Bed frame? <laughs> like just hanging out there? Like it yeah. was so weird. Maybe he staged that scene. I also don't think he could have stabbed the first. So the first girl in the opening, what he stabs with the scissors. Mm-hmm. Through her I temple, right? Yeah. Something. I don't think you could get scissors that deep into like i don't know if you could if there's enough force to get it to penetrate a skull like that like a like scissors are not really at least closed open maybe because open it's like the same as like just a regular knife i guess but even then i mean you probably meet some resistance there's a there's a bone there (laughs) so i don't know i just don't buy that one yeah and i mean he's clearly not experienced so it's not like that you know this is this whole plan was his first rodeo and uh He did not do a good job. I mean, at he, all. he went out with a bang, I guess, because he killed a lot of people. He did. And then the producer, he had the chandelier fall on him. Mm. What was with having to show the guts of everyone? Like, I don't 
necessarily think all of this guy's intestines would have come out from that. <laughs> but they had to show it that way. <laughs> we need Mythbusters to test. Right? Like, <laughs> if you get struck by a chandelier in the gut, will your guts explode? I think maybe this movie was trying trying to do something. You know, like, it, it wasn't doing anything super well, but it was like, okay, well, this isn't really like a romantic comedy or a horror movie, but like, let's just kind of throw elements of those in there. Mm-hmm. And like nothing really works. Yeah, they they wanted to be Scream. They wanted to be Valentine even, where yeah. there's this revenge plot. But at least with those, there's some yeah, backstory the, and meaning for it. The and motive this, is not good enough. The motive no. is just not good enough. Like, just get a new job. Right. Work on a different show. Work <laughs> on a different show. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that was just, and like part of me thought that like maybe he just wanted to make it kind of like Scream. Did he think that filming this, it would get sold? Like he'd be able Mm -hmm. to sell this footage and be like, oh, look, I have a new concept for a show where I kill all the contestants. (laughs) I felt like when he was about to kill Jess and his whole like, ah, my victory and like this this was my plan all along type of thing, like mad scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was filming it. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, but yeah, like, where is this going to go? What are you going to use with this? You can't submit this to Hollywood producers and be like, look what I did. (laughs) Don't you want to hire me? (laughs) You're really not going to get a job now, (laughs) doofus. God, I'm I'm still just very confused at there being no roses. I know. I guess they really wanted that connection to be clear to the Bachelor Nation, but when it came to actually doing that in the movie, they were worried about getting sued. And so yeah. like had to kind of tone it down a bit. But I'm just kind of baffled. How long was this movie? Hour and a half. I just don't know what they did in that hour and a half because I feel like so much didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like you had all this time, but we really didn't get to see any of the show, really. Like, we don't, I just, I don't understand why they didn't spend more time building Garrett and Jess's relationship. Because if they were just going to build to that climax scene of him dumping her and being like, no, that's showbiz, babe, then they probably should have spent more time making her believe that she was falling in love and making us believe that she was falling in love. But when it gets to that point, you're just like, well, duh, he's been a dick this whole fucking time. Time, so obviously yep and why are you so upset <laughs> yeah that was like you had to have known i also think that they made a mistake by not involving more people in like suspecting that something was going on because they kind of just keep telling just um nothing's going on everything's fine don't worry about it and like nobody believes her but it just it makes you feel like nobody's Nobody cares. Yes. Even the Nikki girl or whatever, like, okay, people are dropping like flies and you're acting like it's normal. Right. And they keep saying, oh, they send them back to the mainland. Let me send them back to the mainland. And it's like, but like, wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you know about that? And wouldn't it be weird that you didn't know about it? And I think she was very quick to come up with answers for people because at one point Jess asked asked about Maya mm-hmm. and she's like oh I think what's his face sent her back to go yeah, get the supply run yeah but like didn't skip a beat yeah but like that makes me think that like somebody told her that story and she's just repeating it like not necessarily that she made it up but right. she's also not questioning it as weird and so I feel like if we had just seen more people kind of being like 
that's kind of strange. Maybe it was just convenient that they had that whole like holding area that it's yeah. like, oh, you know, we have to keep them there for whatever. And then it's an easy explanation to just be like, oh, they took the last boat back. Anybody would just believe that then at that point. Yeah, but you think as soon as they start talking to each other, they'd be like, oh, did you see them leave? No. Did, did you? Who was on the boat that left? Oh, I don't. It was just like a few guys. Like, I don't know. Like, like oh, they have this huge crew, but nobody knows anything. And right. nobody. There's no eyes and ears to like you'll see Nikki on the walkie talkie and being like, oh, Mm -hmm. we got a runner or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, but who is she talking to? Because we get to see this full cast of characters at the end literally. Yes, <laughs> we've never seen before. Never saw them before. There's a huge <laughs> crew, but of course, you know. We just see them in death. Yeah, I just, I feel like if we had either seen people be involved in the cover-up or if we had seen people like Nikki being told something and not being 100% cool with the story that they're being told. Just to kind of be like, that doesn't sound right to me, but also I want to keep my job. Like, I can understand Mm -hmm. why she might, you know, keep the cover-up in place, but all these characters were just very one-dimensional. Like, you really didn't get to see any, anything beyond what role they were playing Mm -hmm. you're right though what happened in an hour and a half because i feel like right like (laughs) i went through my notes and i'm like i think we talked about everything in the first 10 minutes yeah we've gone over everything that happened in this movie everything that was important and everything else is just kind of like inconsequential and stupid but Mm -hmm. it felt long at the time and i think Mm -hmm. that's why i'm like i can't believe more didn't happen because at one point i paused it and i saw it a half hour i'm like how where are we going with this (laughs) yeah and i uh, i'm honestly just still upset that jess didn't meet anybody (laughs) because that seemed like the crux of this movie was that right she was gonna come out on top (laughs) with somebody yeah she was gonna meet somebody it probably wasn't gonna be the bow because that would just never happen really but she was gonna I get I thought maybe somebody in the crew who believed her when she was like something weird is going on here and they could like investigate together mm-hmm. that would have made this movie more interesting but she goes on this show she hates it she has a terrible time everybody dies and then she goes back home and it's like everything's fine now <laughs> yeah do you not have PTSD <laughs> yeah and she even seemed cool with like Lance at the end too like oh come on let's get you home Lance I mean and it's like oh Lance is a little bit too cool with things like people died here bro and he's like this is the most dramatic season ever and it's like sir people died <laughs> I would like to think that they purposely made fun of themselves and they knew it well yeah I mean that line is a classic and I'm yeah. glad that it was included but at the same time so inappropriate the timing I'm surprised that wasn't terrible. trademarked or copywritten <laughs> yeah because i mean that is that's used way too often yeah that for that not to have a copyright i'm surprised oh no but yeah so that was the final rose yep there you go that was a quickie it was a quickie i think that's why i like picking from tubi because i know that they're just gonna be quick nonsense but fun to talk about because they're so ridiculous yeah Let's talk about Valentine's Day. Do you have any good Valentine's Day stories? Like bad stories, good stories, weird stories? I mean, nothing. I wasn't a, I was never a big Valentine's Day person. That is shocking. (laughs) Anybody who knows Dawn, shocked right now. Jaws on the floor. And the only time I ever like, I guess, celebrated was when I was married. And even that was like, eh. Like it was just typical. Like we'd go to 
like we'd get a hotel and do like a hotel night <laughs> and it was not even a nice hotel i think we would do it at the, like the la quinta Ooh. on stewart avenue exotic <laughs> But I have to admit, our last one, we were at, like, the Marriott Suites. Oh, hey. So that was an upgrade because it was, like, it (laughs) literally looked like a nice apartment. It was nice. But then it turned out that my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, their cousins all had rooms in the same hotel. What? (laughs) Because my sister-in-law was getting engaged. Oh. And I didn't know that, or we didn't know that. And then it ended up being, like, a party in our room, and that was my Valentine's (laughs) Day. And my last Valentine's Day with him. And I'm like, well, I guess it is what it is. But um, yeah, that's really the only Valentine's Day that I really remember as of late. (laughs) Oh, okay. What about you? The the one that comes to mind was uh, was with my, my most recent ex. I had bought a corset, you know, a nice little outfit. Nice. And I was putting it on in the in the bedroom he was out in the living room I was putting it on in the bedroom and it was kind of, I had gotten it from kind of a cheap place so when I was putting it on I noticed that it you know that sort of the zip tie type whatever <laughs> yes like the boning of the course it was like poking out of the bottom yes and I was like well that's unacceptable like that's not sexy I need to do something about this and so um, he had a pair of scissors on his desk, so I took the scissors and I went to go just like cut the tip off so that it wouldn't be visible at least and I could uh-huh. deal with it later. But it's hard to cut that oh, thick no. of a thing. So I'm like, <laughs> and just it was one of those things that like when I did it right after I did it, I was like, that was fucking stupid. But I held the scissors and like squeezed them with my hand and I ended up cutting like right between my (gasps) thumb and my forefinger on my left hand. Oh, like the web over there. Yeah, I'll show you um, next time we're hanging out because I do have a scar there because I I just start gushing blood and (gasps) I'm like, oh, (laughs) and so I come out of the bedroom. He's ready to go. And I'm like, I'm bleeding a lot. <laughs> and he was like, oh, um, okay. And like, we're trying to take care of my Is hand. this we're foreplay? Trying... <laughs> right. We're trying to decide if I need to go get stitches, if I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> and oh ultimately, God. we didn't. We like sent a picture to his mom, who's a nurse. And we were like, do we need to get this stitched? And she was like, I mean, if you want to, but you could probably leave it and it'll be fine. So um, that's what I did. And it, and it was fine. But we watched, uh, instead of having sex that night, we watched uh, Wreck-It Ralph and went to bed. Oh, <laughs> what a turn of events. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, man. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Valentine's Day is one of those. It's cute for little things here and there. but It's only good for couples. There's really, it really no. Is, yeah. <laughs> I'll buy myself a box of chocolates. Oh, that's nice. I like flowers. Yeah, I don't mind flowers. That's a Valentine's Day, I remember. This was actually pretty fucking funny. Every year for Valentine's Day, my dad will leave me a card, Mm -hmm. either in my mailbox or on my car or whatever, and it's really cute. So that's usually like what I expect on Valentine's Day. So I'm with Mike this one particular year, and I come outside, and there's balloons tied to the railings 
outside. There's, oh, what else was there? The flowers, a bouquet of roses was on my windshield. And it was just, it was really nice. It was, I mean, the most that I felt like anything had been done for me. Mm -hmm. And then my dad texts me later. I go to text my dad later on in the day to thank him for the card. And he goes, yeah, Mike and I crossed paths last night. Oh my God. God. Now, they had not met yet. So oh, that's just so funny. Like, oh, hey, yeah. you're here to put stuff on John's car, too? <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny because I think, like, my dad saw him, like, setting his stuff up and, like, waited for him to leave. It was cute. It was it was funny. Was, that was one of the, the funny ones. Oh, but, see, that's um, a good Valentine's That was a good memory. one, yeah. yeah. He did also get me a huge turtle, stuffed turtle. Oh, I was going to say a turtle turtle? <laughs> well, it was a joke only because we would go all those like reptile conventions yeah. or whatever. And Jackie and I always joked about getting a turtle mm-hmm. and like co-parenting a turtle. So that was always a joke. So then Mike and I go to these conventions and I see these turtles and I was like, oh my God, they're so cute, whatever. And then as a joke, he gets me this huge stuffed animal turtle and... <laughs> I recently finally got rid of that thing, but um, oh, good. I had it for a Moving while. Moving on. Moving on, but I had it for a long time. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't want to take it out on the turtle. It's not yeah, the turtle I felt. Fault. Yeah, I felt bad for a while, and then I'm like, oh, you gotta go, bud. So when my ex and I were long distance, we had these little bears. One was pink and one was blue, and I had the blue one because I had David Bear and he had the pink one. It was Lisa Bear, and whenever we got together, we'd bring the bears with us so that the bears could be together when we were together it was stupid no it was stupid (laughs) but when we broke up and I was like packing my shit I was like I don't want to take David bear I don't want David bear but I also don't want to leave Lisa bear so I took I took Lisa bear with me I have Lisa bear Mm. now and I don't know what David did with David bear but I I wish you had your bear (laughs) well exactly it felt felt symbolic I guess but I still have her and I feel like maybe it's symbolic in a good way though because it's like right it's not like you have david bear and it's like a weird right like i miss yeah. david bear yeah no that's good <laughs> yep so uh, there we go that was our valentine's day special hope you all it's enjoyed funny. it so, so wait the, talking about bears though okay mike had also that year got me swarovski crystal a king bear and a queen bear oh and the king is in blue and the mm-hmm. queen's in pink and they're in my cabinet because I'm like, oh, they're crystal, you know. They're yeah. crystal. I don't care. Like, it, they're Can't cute. Really throw out crystal. <laughs> right. But it was just a weird, I was like, oh, this isn't interesting. Like, I never saw us as the type of people to. <laughs> to be king and queen. <laughs> to be king and queen or like, yeah. And then he, I think he even said like, oh, it's, it's us. And I was like, is it? Is okay. it though? <laughs> Well, you abdicated your throne, bro. Oh, got him. Got him. (laughs) If he's listening. Hope you're listening, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking roasted. (laughs) I'm here all night. So, yeah, that was our lovely reminiscent Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day across the ages. (laughs) Across the ages. Across the years. (laughs) Oh, man. This week's pod pick of the week is 
from Under the Apron. Ernie and Michael are hilarious and they discuss everything wrestling. Lisa and I are not wrestling fans, but I will say that I, back in the day, dabbled a little bit. In wrestling? Yeah. In wrestling yourself or watching wrestling? No, watching. Okay. Wow. Listen, some girl from Long Island just won like a huge wrestling title or something. And so. Oh, no, I'm not saying it in terms of like (laughs) women can't wrestle. I'm just saying I. Oh, good. Because I will come at you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want anybody to come at me. (laughs) But yes, they are big supporters of us. And you heard at the top of the episode their promo. So go check them out. You'll see our Instagram posts with all their info. What else? You know where to find us as usual. Twitter, Instagram, website. You know we're on every platform at this point. You could find us anywhere. Actually, it's funny. I was asked the other day by someone, oh, you're not on, I think it was Pocket Casts or... <laughs> Something random. and Something I said, I've oh, never heard of in my life. <laughs> yes, we are. And I had to prove them wrong. So oh, we are damn. literally on everything. Yeah, it's harder to not find us than it is to Correct. find us. And don't forget about the merch. Don't forget about cocktails. Next week, it's number 100. Oh, snap. How do we get there? I know. It feels Wild. like yesterday that we started. It doesn't feel like we've been doing it that long. No, it doesn't. And I, I remember when we first started, I felt like it's going to take forever to get to 100. And yet here we are. So here we are. <laughs> and we are bringing you Archie to Riverdale and back. Oh, man, I can't wait for that. <laughs> A 1990 classic that I want to say this was a long time ago, probably at least a year Someone on Twitter brought it to my attention saying that we should cover it. And uh, I didn't even know it existed. So (laughs) what a treat. But yeah, so we will be uh, dipping our toe in the Archie verse. Yeah, we just want to get a little a little teaser of Riverdale before it actually comes back in full swing in a month or so, like yeah, six, little, six weeks, something. Yeah, <laughs> scarily it's, it's creeping soon. Up on, it's creeping up on us. <laughs> That's another one where it was like, man, I can't believe we have to wait how many months for Riverdale to come back. And now Riverdale's back and it's like, what? <laughs> Not ready. (laughs) Totally caught us by surprise. (laughs) Excuse me. So yeah, so definitely make sure you are subscribed and don't miss out on that one. And do you have anything to add? Happy President's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Happy President's Day, everybody. Hope you got your three-day weekend. (laughs) Or get it, because it's coming up. Right. It'll be between this episode and the next episode, so... Just want to make sure I cover all my holidays. I know. You're very good at that. Yeah. Lincoln's birthday uh, is probably the end of this week. Wasn't it yesterday? No. I thought it's a Friday. I thought it was Monday. So, oh, Sunday, February 12th. Oh. I knew so, it was the the coming week. So hope you all had a lovely Lincoln's birthday. Yes. <laughs> For international listeners, that's Abraham Lincoln, our 16th president <laughs> of the United States. <laughs> Not sure how you would celebrate that, but uh, I guess in your top hat. Yes, top hats and go see a go see a play, or don't go see. A <laughs> don't play. go see a play. <laughs> don't go see a play. But if you go see a play, at least you know what to look out for. End slavery for your nation. You heard it here first. <laughs> Lincoln's birthday is going to be the new Valentine's Day, <laughs> right? People are going to be whooping it up for that. Yes. Um, Alrighty, so until next time.